Hello everybody, good afternoon. This is Jill Garvin, the Director of Psychological Health for the 102nd Intelligence Wing. This is our monthly podcast where we are discussing different wellness topics, having guests on that can talk about things that we're doing in the community or that organizations are doing in the community that will help the 102nd or our military community. Today I have two very special guests um, that are going to talk about Heroes in Transition. First I'm going to introduce them and then we're going to talk about um, a program that they are launching in January. First, uh, Cheryl Reichwine has devoted her career to helping others develop skills for their personal and professional success and well-being. For nearly three decades, she has been an an adjunct professor of communication at Cape Cod Community College. Cheryl's specialty is interpersonal communication, helping others to understand how their thoughts and feelings affect well-being and how to overcome negative effects of stress. And then we also have Maria Bartram, Director of Holistic Therapies. Maria is in private practice in Sandwich, and she has spent the last 30 years counseling, coaching, teaching, and advising on the mind-body-spirit connection. Marie received her doctorate in education and counseling through the American Society of Alternative Therapies. She is also a Reiki master teacher and an energy practitioner. Marie is passionate about serving the Cape Cod veteran and military community, and she serves as a transitional counselor for Heroes in Transition. And in a minute, she's going to talk a little bit about Heroes in Transition big picture and who they are, but I kind of want to sneak in uh, what Heroes in Transition has meant for us here at the 102nd because they've done so much for us and they, they really mean they really mean a lot to us. Um, you know, as, as a provider here, often when we have to seek help or, or try to get help for some of our members, sometimes we have to go through a lot of bureaucratic stuff to get, to get help. And Heroes in Transition, you know, they're, they're local and they're, we're able to pick up the phone and they're able to help us on so many different levels. They actually provided a reset room for us, um, for our Intel group. Um, they also provided a prior, uh, now retired therapy dog for the 102nd. They've provided us with grants to combat food insecurity, such as our, our fresh market with fresh fruit and vegetables and food cards. Recently, they donated some children's bikes, and they've also, uh, we have three different yoga classes going on here at the wing that's been a huge success. And so, uh, we feel very passionate about them, and we feel very fortunate to have to have them as a support for our members and they're they're very well received and very well loved from from us so we we were really excited to have you guys here to talk about this program that they're going to have and we have many members that have been on um, 
that have participated in a lot of these programs and speak very highly and gotten so much out of it. So, Marie, if you would talk a little bit about Heroes in Transition and then what you guys are here to talk about. We'd love it. Absolutely. Thank you, Jill. Um, it is an honor to be part of a, a foundation as such as Heroes in Transition. Heroes in Transition was founded about 10 years ago um, through Cindy and her husband, Ken Jones, after the loss of their son, Eric, who was a captain um, who was lost his life through a helicopter collision during a combat mission in Afghanistan in 2009. His mission was always to help his brother. Um, and so Cindy and Ken have continued um, his passion of being of service to uh, those um, military um, military uh, members mm -hmm. that are, are also in a state of transition. Um, and so they have done some incredible programs for um, the canine program, which I know the therapy dogs, um, financial assistance, a lot of the things that you have talked about. Um, I know the holidays, they're always sending iPads and bicycles and they're just they're available for home modifications. Um, they have also been instrumental in um, in bringing community uh, programs together. They've got wonderful couples gatherings monthly and bi-monthly um, for the spouses as well as well as the veterans. And they're very creative in the things that they have done. Um, they have done scavenger hunts in Boston and hikes and Blue Hills, and um, we've even um, done a hike on um, the Grace Trail in Plymouth. Um, they have very active um, couples groups, and they are um, done a couples retreat now, I want to say for the fourth year. Um, the couples retreats are themed Stronger Together, and we had a wonderful fall retreat um, this past October, um, introducing a um, pairs training model, which is a practical application of intimate relationship skills. We had a wonderful um, presenter come to teach the concepts of pairs, and um, the feedback was wonderful. It yeah, we really had several couples from the 102nd attend that, and they had amazing feedback and absolutely loved it. Oh, that's wonderful. And we are going to do some follow-up programs as well just to, just to kind of reinforce the skills that they learned um, and to keep that growing. So um, that, we're hoping that that significantly increases the communications, mm. um, the skills for our couples. And also have that be a trickle effect where it helps the families as well. The skills they've learned are not just to communicate as couples, but also to communicate with our significant family members yeah. and our work environment. So um, I believe it's a it's a positive. It'll have a positive impact still to come. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we offer a wonderful FIT program, which is our Families in Transition, which is a summer program, which is um, through Equine. Um, working with the horses at the um, YMCA um, site here in, in Sandwich. Um, and the equine programs are 
just a beautiful way, yet again, to bring some family time, some community time to um, um, the families through assigning them a horse that they work with mm -hmm. for the week where they get to ride and they get to partake in the actual horsemanship and caring for the horse and um, the children just have, you see them blossom from the beginning to the, to, um, the end of the program. We've, um, there's swimming, there's um, group fun time, there's, there's separate parent time for the parents so that they can um, bond, establish bonds and relationships. There is um, all kinds of other programs that they offer. Last night was the Holiday Pops, um, which was a wonderful program for, I believe, 40 members that got to um, attend the Holiday Pops event. There's um, fishing charters, um, golf events. I could go on and on. Is there and anything on. they don't do? They are, <laughs> they are meeting the needs of... Yes, um, they are. As, as the needs arise. And, and I love it because not every military member is going to connect with, say, a couple's retreat or, or, or maybe equine um, therapy, but you know, so there's something for everyone. Absolutely. And that's that's absolutely wonderful. Absolutely. Such there's a variety. Family, yeah. um, family events, bowling, pizza yeah. nights. And um, Cindy is so beautiful at being sure everyone is well fed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Every yeah. event. And she's an amazing cook. Yes. Oh, she is an amesing cook. But she's always certain that every um, every event is is. Well, and I, I said this to you earlier that we have had an increase in the Guard and in the Air Force this last year in suicide um, for the first time ever. And I'm also the Suicide Prevention Program Manager here, and so the, the, the Guard and the Air Force and we here at the 102nd have really been trying to figure out ways to increase our sense of belonging and and ways to connect with each other at the wing level. And having an organization like Heroes in Transition that brings people together and allows them to connect and to feel less alone and to have this sense of belonging is suicide prevention also. And so, you know, I don't know if, if they realize that they're also, you know, really, uh, really helping folks, you know, want, want, to, want to live and um, Im improve the quality of their lives. So I know that, that I really appreciate that because it's something that we're really trying to do and, and Heroes is helping us with that. So thank Absolutely. you. And yes, so we're here today to talk about... Yes, let's talk the, about the, the program that you're launching. I wanted to say, in, in following up on that, Jill, that it's such an important point. When Marie and I were asked to get together to present a proposal about the Reboot program, which is for women in the military, um, active and, um, and also retired, um, and, and, also re and yeah. spouses as well, we were looking at one of our, our main goals was also connection and community, and we understood that we wanted to put a program together that would build on that sense of 
of connectedness. Yeah. So that was one of the rationales for why we start the program with a one-day long retreat. Okay. And then we follow up with um, it's seven weeks of two hours a week to continue to build skills. We'll tell you more about the whys of that in just a second. And then end with a half-day retreat. But that was part of the full-day retreat as a start is that it takes us all a while to get comfortable, oh, yeah. opening our hearts, making those real connections, feeling in a safe place of community. And we really felt that to, even though everyone's busy and to devote a, a full day can be difficult, at the same time we knew that one of our top priorities was that sense of connection and community, and that's what we were going to be able to create. And is that how that you day. sort of decided to come up with this program? Like, what, what, why is a program like this important for our military members? What, there, what, what we this? discovered, and I'd say we, that being um, here is in transition because this is something that they've been aware of, um, Cindy and Nicole and the board, um, for a while. And, they, and last year, Marie can say more, they, they did have their first reboot program. But they understood that, that um, women in the military specifically have some needs that aren't getting addressed in some of the other programs. Mm -hmm. And with a little research, we found that recently the Department of Defense did a study that found that about two-thirds of, two of military women are experiencing stress due to being a woman in the military. So in addition to the everyday stresses of being in the military, they have unmet needs in terms of being able to address that stress. And we also found that female spouses... Um, experience increased levels of stress when the spouse is deployed, yeah. um, as well as feelings of loneliness, depression, anxiety, and those things that um, I know that you're always addressing here all the time. So we put our heads together and we said, what's the most significant that we, thing we can do to create lasting, ongoing change, to really um, offer them something that would be a gift that would keep on giving, right? And what we knew is that we could have a good, a positive experience, kind of create an oasis in a day in a retreat. But what we knew was more important, and what a lot of studies back up, is that when people feel that they have the tools and skills and confidence that they can meet that stress and manage that stress, it actually reduces the negative effects of the stress. turns out that our, our attitude about stress, our ability to cope with it, has a significant um, outcome in terms of whether it's going to have debilitating effects or not. Okay. We also know that the nervous system, um, all of our nervous systems, whether in the in the military or not, they don't. We don't experience stress and trauma, and then naturally are able to get back to equilibrium. It takes some help because when we're under long-term stress, what happens is we move into that fight or flight state. And there's actually more intense aspects of that, which goes to freeze and what they call fold. Um, a a well-known um, psychologist, Dr. Stephen Levine, has mapped that out and looks at the other side of the equation, which is called renegotiation. It's how does the nervous system get back to that place of equilibrium? And it turns out if we've gone to those deeper levels of trauma in our limbic nervous system as a response to stress, that it's not easy for us to resolve it. 
it takes a, um, a bunch of tools, mind-body tools. And the reason that it's a mind-body approach is that the other thing that we now know is beyond a reasonable doubt, we don't just think with the brain in our heads. We have a total mind-body system. Our nervous system, our brain system, includes 100 billion neurons in our brain, in our head. Each of those neurons has a thousand synaptic fires every time the, the nervous system is triggered. Mm -hmm. That turns into what they call one quadrillion connections, talking about connections. So when our brain goes off, that's a lot of firing that's misfiring. When we get stuck in fight or flight, it's really hard for us to reconcile that on our own. But not only that, it turns out that our guts, we know now that our enteric nervous system have, has half as many neurons as what we have in our upper cognitive center. So we've got 50 billion thinking neurons in our gut. And so we know is when there's a stress response, that's why we get, um, we can have digestion problems. That's why it turns into a whole lot of other emotional and physical responses. And then another, probably one of the most essential parts of our nervous system, of our brain system, is our heart center, which has a neuroplexus of its own, which sends information to our gut, to our upper cognitive brain, and is perceiving and sifting all the time. And when we're not in connection, coming back to the being at risk for suicide and things, when the heart center doesn't feel safe, when we're not able to, when we're in fight or flight, we're not able to make that connection. And so we go, the body goes into shutdown and despair, and there's lots of other negative responses. So what we offer is, and what the Reboot program is going to offer, is a host of mind-body tools to get that nervous system that's been under stress back to renegotiation, back to equilibrium. <coughs> and um, what science has also shown is it takes about 70 days to create a new ne neural pathway. <laughs> so climbing out of that deep stress trauma state back up to equilibrium through renegotiation, as they call it, to get that new pathway so that we can get back to calm and we can um, retrieve the hydract brain, they call it, takes about 70 days. So we, we knew we needed to do it over time as well, and we right. wanted those tools to be used and reinforced. So we're offering meditation, we're offering Reiki, we're talking about self-care and, and nourishment, and lots and emotional intelligence and lots of other things. I like that, if I can interrupt you really sure, quickly, please. that it was a lot of science. Yeah. But I like that you mentioned that because uh, I know that a lot of our our military members here, you know, who are very intelligent. I remember when we started, even with the yoga classes, and people kind of hmm, rolling their eyes a little bit. Or when we say the word mind body, you know, a little bit of, of uh, a little bit of judgment there. But then when you start to talk about the, the science behind it uh, and physiologically just, just kind of uh, what is happening with in our bodies and, and how things change on a cellular level and, and those kind of things, then people really do listen. And so I think it is important, you know, for, for our members to hear that, that this just isn't, you know, some 
feel-good thing, that there really is science behind it. It's very evidence-based. and It's one of the, the things to celebrate about the 21st century. And I'm not good. We won't go off into a segue about things not to celebrate in the 20th. Yeah. But one of the things that's really beautiful is how the mind-body wisdom that we've had mm -hmm. for for centuries, even yeah. we might have known intuitively, and we've been able to see results. And Marie and I have spent a lot of our professional careers working and working with helping people get back to mind-body wellness. We now have the science that says the whys, you know, that yeah. backs that up. And I think it. It matters a lot because it's we tend to um, the it, the brain is a new frontier. There's still so much to be learned. We're only just scratching the surface. But part of what we know is that it was, there was a recent study done at Harvard that found with meditation. You know, again, meditation's been around for thousands of years, but now what they can show is that meditation, even just eight weeks of meditation, changes the cortical, cortical thickness in the hippocampus, which helps to create greater calmness, mm. and reduces the size of the amygdala and the tissue around the amygdala, which is it, the fight or flight um, and agitation anxiety. Yeah. So that we're not stuck with the brain we have. You know, those of us that grew up in the, we're mid 20th century babies, we grew up in a world where the body was fixed. You know, so mind-body doesn't make any sense. Right. But we now know that we can not, change. Right, we're not stuck with the brain we have. And that we can, that our, our choices are everyday choices. We can heal, no matter how old we are, we can heal and rejuvenate and create new yeah. pathways, new cells. It's incredibly yeah. exciting. Yeah, absolutely. And then, Marie, tell them about Reiki and, and uh, some uh -huh. of the new things they found about uh, how that affects people. Oh, well, Reiki is uh, Reiki has been a big part of my practice. I have learned that in order for um, change to happen, it has to happen on a mind-body level. Um, and so we have there's different practices of energy medicine that actually work with the energy field, bringing the energy field into balance um, and to a restful state where we know healing can happen. So Reiki is a practice, it's a therapy practice, um, hands-on, also known as a hands-on therapy, which is very gentle, non-invasive, and it has actually been, um, a lot of research has been done now, especially um, in the areas of um, suggesting that Reiki can decrease blood pressure, it can assist in the management of pain, depression, and anxiety, and it is a very simple, easy to learn practice. Uh, so part of um, our reboot program will be to introduce Reiki as a self-practice, a self-nurturing practice where um, people will be trained and understanding a bit of the history, as well as um, how to use how to use Reiki, much like how to use breath, how how to incorporate meditation into into your practice, your daily practice. Um, I can personally tell you that Reiki and meditation and yoga have been big life changers for myself as well as for um, those that I, I have um, worked with over the years. Um, I think uh, the Reboot program is definitely inspired by a um, female 
veteran that um, had finished her career at the um, uh, Air National Guard and was working at the Pentagon when her father, who lived on the Cape, um, was put into hospice. And she had sought me out to help her um, actually work through the loss of, of, her, um, of her father. And knowing that there was a lot of her that she felt she lost through her mil time in the military. Mm. So it was actually just bringing her inward, um, understanding the mind, the body, the spirit, and how to bring it all together to help her feel a sense of wholeness. Um, and she will, you know, um, say today that it was through that practice that allowed her to really integrate her military experience as well as uh, her life now yeah. um, and she is um, a huge inspiration to me as far as what is possible yeah. and what is possible through working um, with therapies um, that are are new as well as science uh, therapies that are I shouldn't say new that have been around for many years but I think we have a new sense of um, acceptance or awareness yeah. with them now a lot of um, a lot of, I've, I have found in my practice, a lot of people don't want necessarily the old remedies of medication or, or therapy. Yeah. Uh, they want something that they can be very active in, and they want to be a part of, part of um, their whole healing process. So we have found that, again, moving, like yoga is a beautiful way to move through um, our our emotions that were that are held in our body. Um, meditation is all about quieting our mind, and um, Cheryl has a beautiful um, practice she'll introduce uh, for meditation. And for, again, for Reiki has been a lifesaver for me in so many so many ways. Um, and so I, I I get excited about the prospects of teaching. And having fun, I think, uh, again, we're, I know we're talking a lot of science, but we're also talking about fun. Yeah. Coming together in a very lighthearted way to really address some, some issues that are affecting people in ways that they're aware of or maybe not aware of, but will become aware of during this process. Yeah, and I, I think as well, this is something that everyone needs. So Absolutely. I think that what, what we yeah. understand and what we're moving towards is that, that this is, um, what, there's a new, I, there's so many things that are exciting, but there's a new branch of uh, medicine recognized by the AMA, recognized um, with a new specialty called lifestyle medicine. And lifestyle medicine is about using mind-body tools before you choose medication, before, you know, doctors are now instructed mm -hmm. by the American Medical Association to, ch to make lifestyle medicine choices first. Yeah. So this is, this is the way that everyone, we all need to have a toolkit of mind-body tools to help us to manage our, our brain system, to keep us young and healthy, and to understand how to use that. So while life is difficult and we'll often have traumas and stresses and emotions that we have to process that require and can use these deeper healing tools, these are also part of um, 
a good, happy living, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, back to the to the reboot series, because you're talking about a lot of pieces that sound amazing. I, I want to do it all. <laughs> um, so in a in a nutshell, so tell us again what a typical day or afternoon, what it's going to look like for people, what they can expect. We're starting with a full day workshop as I would retreat, as I had mentioned, because we want a day, a day set aside where the group can come together, the women can get to know each other, and also where they can move through an experience. We're going to talk in addition to yoga and meditation and and the Reiki self-care that we've talked about, we're going to talk about self-care. We're going to have time, there'll be um, exercises, there'll be activities, there'll there'll be things that'll be fun to share, and we're going to talk about some of the things that get in the way of self-care and self-appreciation. And for women, that's often a real challenge because... Stereotypically, women are, are not only, they're caring for everyone else, and mm-hmm. they kind of come late on the list. Um, we're also going to talk about nourishment, because part of healing, part of self-care, is not only being able to, to do a practice, but it's to really receive it. And mm-hmm. what, are, what are the feelings, what are things getting in the way of either physical nourishment with that really good meal, which, and... Um, as Marie mentioned, good food is always part of a good Heroes in Transition program, as well as what we can do to be more present and really receive the gifts and nourishment that we need. I was just going to say quickly that I have a lot of people that come in and see me because they're struggling with anxiety, mm-hmm. and I will often ask them about you know kind of what they're eating and drinking. And the military is one of the the highest uh, consumers of energy drinks. Mm. So sometimes people will come in and sit down and tell me that they're having high levels of anxiety and they've got like a monster drink next to them. And, you know, again, just re-educating people. Yes, they have stress, but also realizing that some of the things we're putting in our body can certainly exacerbate that and, and... cause a lot of extra stress. Absolutely. So go ahead. So that is important. Yeah, very body. important. Yeah. As a sleep. Yes. Yeah. Sleep, oh, again, gosh, is yeah. something where it came up quite a bit um, yeah. with the females in our first uh, reboot sleep program. Is always was okay. just difficulty sleeping or uh, difficulty uh, maintaining uh, yeah. uh, healthy sleep habits. Right. Um, so yes, we, we will touch on all that as, as a nurturing practice. Yes. Um, and getting back to a lot of the basics in, in, yeah. um, in the program, again, Reiki being a big part of it. I'm not sure what else you wanted to add to that, um, Cheryl. So that, that full day retreat, yes, right, with, with those kind of, by the end of the day, that when they, we know, will be leaving in that place back to equilibrium. The goal of the day yes. is that you have a wonderful retreat away, leaving that feeling of being back to self, back in, in equilibrium, and now the challenge is maintaining that in your life. Mm-hmm. So then we have seven weeks of two hours on a Tuesday, early evening. Okay. Seven weeks. Um, of following up with different topics that will reinforce what we did during the one-day retreat, talking about what 
soul-satisfying happiness, not, not superficial, but really a core happiness, talking about um, how to listen to yourself, really listen to yourself internally and respond. Other things like um, how to connect with other people about across differences, how to communicate, work with stress in relationships, um, and lots of other things as they come, come up that will continue to reinforce those same tools that we'll, we will um, continue to practice and yes. introduce. Okay. We're also going to have, along with those seven weeks, an online component that's going to be a resource center. And that will be that in between those weeks, of course, when the stress hits, what we know is we get triggered or life gets crazy, we get off, and we lose that wonderful equilibrium feeling. Well, Marie and I are going to have meditations that they'll mm. be able to listen oh, to I love on the it. website, That's a great right? Idea. Or the, the little exercises. library resource library. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reinforcing it, so we're kind of working with them again to build those new pathways over the course of those uh, those weeks, and then we're going to end with a morning um, mini retreat, mm. a three-hour kind of wrap-up celebration to to tie it all. Yes. And where is all this going to be located? That's a good question. Oh, okay. <laughs> In a location convenient to everyone. Okay. <laughs> the yes. we're, we're working on finding. Still working on that. Yes. Okay. So that will be to be announced. To yes. be announced. To be announced. And how is everyone going to get this information? This information is available through heroesintransition.org, um, which is the website for Heroes in Transition. There's also, um, we will be running announcements. I believe we're speaking here at the base at Mm -hmm. a luncheon um, coming up. Um, And we're we're hoping that those that are interested will also bring along a um, buddy with them to do the program with. I think it would be a really powerful, wonderful experience. So uh, grab your fellow neighbors, uh, friends uh, that are are walking the same path as you as far as a active military or um, retired military mm-hmm. um, experience. The spouses are also welcome because we're realizing that they are also a group that is um, just not a lot of services for. Right. And we're realizing that they've made a lot of sacrifices in their um they're transitioning from their own lives into a military life and continue to keep transitioning um, from what they share with me. And I believe that this is wonderful to support them as well, a wonderful program for them. Um, So we're we're really looking forward to it. We're so excited. We've been working at it for many months um, and collaborating and being sure that we've kind of dot our I's and cross our T's and be sure that we have a good solid program and Heroes in Transition um, has, the board has also um, been supportive of us Mm -hmm. and making sure that we do the same and we're ready to go and ready to start and looking forward to it and there's been some some great interest already. Um, We're hoping to um, be able to, based upon our our facility to be able to have 20 to 25. Yeah, I wanted to ask, is there yes. a limit? Do people, well, it I know they get on the quickly. way. Okay. Yes, it'll fill up quickly, we're hoping. Um, and again, based on um, the demand, we may be able to run another one. We'll um, see how our, how, 
you know, just the interest yeah. and hope that it'll be something that people really make a priority in their life. Uh, because, again, it's, as, especially as females, we're always quick to tend to everybody else's needs and not our own. Yeah. And now we're really just calling out to take care of our, uh, take care of yourself, and spend some time nurturing you. And that's what we want to do. Yeah. Um, so people will be able to go on the website. Yes. And they can register there. Yes. Plus, we'll be seeing yes. more information. And we're going to have lunch in here. It starts January twenty fifth. Yes. Is that what you said? Yes. January 25th. January 25th is our full day retreat. That's the full day retreat. Yes. And then it's going to um, be on Tuesdays for two hours for seven? For seven weeks, Seven yes. weeks. From, and it'll be probably, I believe, five to seven um, on Tuesday evenings. Five to seven on Tuesday evenings. And the location will be announced. Will be announced. Yeah. It will be local. Um, yeah. It'll be a local location. Yeah, here, okay. Um, for sure. And, um, yeah, then our final retreat day will be um, on the March 21st. That'll be the And that will be our, yes. And they'll be, um, of course, awarded for their time and their skill set. Yeah, wonderful. It'll be a wonderful time to really um, share. Okay. Um, Any final thoughts? Any final thoughts on before we wrap it up? I was thinking of going back to you talking about connection and yeah. how important connection is, and and why why is this needed? Why is yeah. a program like Reboot needed? And again, one of the things that that has been shown across the board is that when people are empowered, whether that's men or women, with the knowledge and the ability and confidence of knowing that they know how to manage their nervous system and they know how to get back to health and well-being and to that sense of self. That is the most powerful tool for combating stress that they mm-hmm. have and for managing their life and staying connected and, and, um, and in community. Yeah, absolutely. Right? absolutely. So as much as one of the other things that I think has been a misconception is that mind-body work is soft, that it's somehow, particularly when we're talking about women, and, and, and again, we're, a lot of what we're saying sounds very serious, it's also the most single empowering thing that a person can do, yeah. truly. Mm-hmm. And um, and so we, our goal really is to to leave, after the course, with the confidence and the strength and and the um, resilience, resilience yeah. to, to know that whatever life brings on, they're going to be able to meet it, and then they'll be able to share their gifts even more fully with the rest of the world. Absolutely. Thank you, Cheryl, and thank you, Marie. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you, Heroes in Transition, for everything that you do to bring this community together and everything that you do for our military and service members. If you have any questions, you can also reach out to me. My uh, phone number is 508-237-6652. If you need to speak with one of these ladies or get in touch with Heroes in Transition, you can reach out to me. But again, all their contact information is at their website. And again, the website is heroesintransition.org. So all of their services are uh, located on their website and and more information and and their calendar. Mm -hmm. And their Facebook page as well. So please like their Facebook page. So thank you again. And uh, I look forward to hearing about your other events. And I can't wait to share this with other people because I know a lot of our 
our members are looking forward to attending this. So thank you. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.